0: Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. My name is Bruce Fisher and thank you for tuning in. We got a great show for you today. For this Monday, August 26, 2013, this is our 625th podcast. So glad you're here. Got a lot of ground to cover. We're talking about Kauai. I'm going to give you my must-dos for the island of Kauai. So I'm going to tell you what you should be doing if you go there, what you shouldn't miss. These are my favorites. We also got some news for you as we get through the big show. This podcast is brought to you by us. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at www.hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter or any of the channels. We're just all over the place. Very transparent and all of our agents are born and raised here or lived here most of their lives. So if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, you've come to the right place and you're gonna get the trip of a lifetime working with our agents and guess what? We're gonna get you the best price out there. We can meet or beat anything that you can find with your magic fingers going to all those online websites which are all gonna be giving you the same price anyway and you really don't have the power you think you have when you're doing that. It's really, a lot of it is an illusion. So trust me on this and give us, uh, take the challenge here, find something and then let us beat it or let us match it and give you the best service you could ever get from a travel company. And we're right here in the destination you're traveling to, not the destination you're going to, so you're going to be able to get the service that you deserve when you're traveling to Hawaii. Well, we got a lot to talk about. The trades are down again here in Hawaii. So if you're going to be here in the next few days, it's really hot. It's been hot the past week. Uh, Today, the trade winds have picked up a little bit, and I hope that continues. Uh, Summer seems to be at an all-time high as far as the beaches go. I mean, I I go out, I see the crowds. I can't believe it. I can't believe how many people are here. Some of the hotels are at 90% uh, capacity. So it's been a very interesting summer and it's been really busy. It seems like it's never ending. And I you know, I go been at, you know take you folks out on the tours. If you want to go out on Aloha Bruce's great Oahu adventure, definitely get in touch with me. I want to take you guys out personally and show you around this place and take you to places that nobody else takes you. Wade and I have come up with a great tour that can, uh, really highlight the best parts of Oahu. So you definitely want to do it. It's only $99 and it's the best deal going. Uh, Our Jeeps only carry maybe four or five people in it. So a lot of times we're just taking two people out. So many times it'll just be you and one other person. We have a minimum of two people that have to go on the tour, but uh, definitely get in touch with me and do uh, Aloha Bruce's Great Oahu Adventure. That's what I've just decided to call it just now. (laughs) Anyway, uh, let's get into some of the news. You know, a lot of the airlines are going green and it's really taking hold in the airline industry. United Airlines has announced that they plan in June to buy 15 million gallons of lower carbon renewable jet fuel over a three-year period. And Alaska is following suit and I hope some of the others as well and that's just good news to hear them doing it. Another big news and this one, you know, I I love this story because the OTAs, the companies like Expedia, Travelocity and all those o- online travel agencies are in big big trouble in Hawaii. A Hawaii Tax Court judge has ruled that nine online travel agencies including Expedia, Orbitz, Travelocity and Priceline must pay another $25 million in interest on unpaid general excise taxes and penalties they owe for selling the Aloha State hotel rooms and not paying taxes during a 10-year period. Following the ruling, the OTAs now owe $246 million in unpaid taxes and penalties and interest from 2000 to 2011. And the ruling could result in up to 30 million dollars in additional uh, excise tax revenue for the state of Hawaii. Uh, Clearly, through the sale of millions of hotel rooms, uh, millions of hotel room nights in Hawaii to Hawaii and other consumers in substantial numbers of hotels, the uh, they are going to have to pay up, and it's about time. So I'm sure they're gonna appeal it. They keep appealing all of these rulings, and they have big lawyers, but they're gonna to have to pay. They're not gonna be able to get away with this. And companies like us, we have to pay those taxes. We pay triple. We, we get taxed, you know, like triple, really, because we have to pay taxes, excise, general excise tax, plus we have to pay income tax, plus we have to pay all kinds of taxes that, um, you know, the, these companies don't have to pay. We have to compete on an equal playing field with them. It uh, looks like discounts are becoming harder and harder to come by. We we see that too when you're traveling to Hawaii. Uh, consumer demand for air travel will outstrip the marginal growth of supply, says Mark Deutsch of Consumer Relations for CheapoAir.com and OneTravel.com. He says that bookies for Thanksgiving are already up 22% from last year. That's pretty amazing. So consumers are going to expect to have to pay more. He said that most airlines are planning to increase capacity uh, by just 1% or 2% in the second half of the year. He says that airlines are cutting back on the lower fares, with a few exceptions. He said that fares are lower to Hawaii because of higher capacity. I mean, he says oh, airfares are going to be lower to Hawaii because of higher capacity. So that's good news. And hopefully that sets, uh, sets some precedence And some pattern that we hope to see. I hope the airfares are lower. We need those airfares to be lower because the hotel prices are so high. And they're not lowering the the prices of hotel rooms to Hawaii. It's one of the most expensive destinations on the planet. And that's been concerning me for quite some time. I've been preaching and yelling about it. But I don't think anybody's listening to me. Anyway, let's get into our topic for today, today, which is the must-do things on Kauai. A lot of people ask me about Kauai. Kauai is my favorite island. I love this island uh, next to Oahu. Oahu is really my favorite island because I live here, but when I go away for vacation and I want to get away, I've said this many times obviously, I love Kauai. It's extremely lush and tropical. It gives people an overwhelming sense of an island getaway. I call it like the most Hawaiian of the islands in a lot of ways. There's a lot of seclusion. There's a lot of quietness there, which is really the lure of Kauai when you think about it. Plus it's all its beauty. Just the amazing beaches that they have here, the mountains, the waterfalls, the rainforest. And, you know, because of its raw nature, so to speak, Kauai has a lot to offer people who love adventure. Um, or even a lively family or somebody that really, or even a newlywed couple, you know, or even a business group. Whatever your travel purposes are, I think Kauai really has something to offer everybody in the end and you can make everybody happy. Now, there's some incredible things to do and see on the, on the, we call it the garden aisle. And today I'm going to give you some of my top favorites. These are what I consider to be must-dos of Kauai, and the, the adventures that you will have remembering f- will will stay with you forever after you're on the island and you've experienced it. These are kind of lifetime memories, and that's what Kauai can offer you. It can offer you the kind of things that will last you a lifetime. You'll never, ever forget them. And I'm going to start at the top of my list, and I know I've talked about it it, it, it before. It's the Nepali Coast. It's about a 17-mile stretch and it's from the Hana State Park, which is on the north shore, to uh, Polihale, which is on the west side. And it's famed for its, I don't know, the, the dramatic cathedral-like mountains that you're going to find there. There's lots of valley peaks that they, they plunge right down into the Pacific. And you can explore this area by boat or by foot most of the time i'm recommending that people do it by boat you really have to be a pretty good experienced hiker to experience it by foot but it certainly is doable um the nepali coast is usually when when we talk about the nepali coast we're talking about the northwestern coastline of kauai but Hanakapai. pa'ai refers to the trail itself and the beach and waterfall that you hike to. So you might hear both of those terms when we're talking about Nepali coast. And if you're going to do this by foot and you're going to hike it, it's certainly doable, but you really need to, I would say go with somebody that really has experience or experienced hikers. Um, Or if you are experienced hiker, you can do it. You know, I would say get up early. It's about two miles to Hanakapai beach and another two two miles to Hanukapi'i Falls. Now, if you're up for a long day, I recommend trekking to the falls, but if not, the beach itself is certainly worth doing if you don't want to go to the falls. And really, the, the trail offers some of the most beautiful views you're ever going to see, especially of the Nepali coast, especially when you're round the bend and you see the cliffs stacked up. It's kind of like a chorus line, the way it looks when you look out over there. I've only done this once. Uh, the plants and the flowers along the trail are, are, are certainly beautiful. You can see lots of flora and fauna. You can see anything from laulau trees to ginger. You can see bamboo forests. Uh, the greenery is going to have you stopping just about every quarter of a mile just to just to look in amazement and of course, bring lots of film for your camera because you're gonna take some amazing pictures. And the best time to hike it is now like in the summer, when the ocean conditions are you know kind of mellow and the trail is dry. but you can do this anytime, but I strongly agree you know hike again uh, I strongly advise against that. Um, especially during a rain or after a rain because it can get really thick. The mud gets really slick, uh, thick and it's very slippery. And, you know, there's some really narrow passages when you go along this trail so your footing can get messed up so... I wouldn't recommend doing it, but if again, if you're an experienced hiker, you know what you're doing. You can really, uh, you, you can probably do it, but it, you know, there's also like a river crossing there, and it can be really dangerous during rainy season because of the strong currents and the flowing waters that come down there. And the beach there really throws up a powerful wave, and lots of waves. And uh, you know, people have been known to be swept out to the ocean. So I really don't think you should do it, but uh, you know. You're on your own, and if you know your your uh, your limits, then you, you can do it. Another thing that I highly recommend, and people don't talk about this much, is snorkeling on Kauai because the underworld of Kauai is incredible, and there's so many great areas where you can just go with snorkeling uh, equipment and just go swimming and snorkeling. Uh, for example, the south side, Poipu is where I recommend people go, and Poipu Beach specifically is great, and Piquet's that's uh, Prince Cuyo's, uh, uh, uh front, where front, where the beach house is, there's that beach house restaurant, there's a lot of great, really great snorkeling there, and Lawai Road, it's right off of Lawai Road, so you want to check that out, these are two spy, uh, spots where you're going to find really amazing underwater life. You can see uh, Humuhumanuku Nuku apaha, which is a trigger fish. That's Hawaii State fish. You'll see angel fish. They have those little clown fish. And if you've never seen one of these, these long-nosed butterfly fish, they're absolutely gorgeous. So you want to do that. You want to keep your eyes peeled also for manta rays. There's also sea turtles that you can see around there. And you can also keep your ears open for these low songs of whales that you can hear there during whale season after november and you can also hear dolphins if you know how to listen for them and you can also see them as well as well and the waves are 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 the calmest during the winter months but you can also uh find them swimmable during the summer months as well so it's really great during the winter and another thing that i think is just like the best land adventure is at Kipu Ranch. I always recommend this for folks, that they do Kipu Ranch. It's in the interior of the island. It's like right in the middle of the island. And you're going to find a ranch and mountain tours there. And they do it all in off-road vehicles. They've got a waterfall tour. They've got a four-wheelers. And and if you've got got a private group, we can arrange a private group for you. And you can also ride to the top of Kipu Kai Beach, which is one of the most secluded beaches of the island. So write that down, Kipukai Beach, definitely breathtaking. You won't find anything else like it. And also, I also always tell people to do the zip lining. That's also great there. And the tubing, which is also wonderful. And the third thing that I'm going to say is a must do. And of course, this list really isn't any particular order. It's just, you know, in general, what we're saying is the Wailua River. Now, this is the only navigable river in the entire state. It goes about 20 miles, and it's fed from Mount waeli which, by the way, is the wettest spot on Earth. And there are two falls here that you definitely want to check out. That's the Opakea Falls and also the Wailua Falls. And I recommend exploring this by uh, River Kayak, uh, since it allows you to move at your own pace. You can rent these kayaks and take in the beauty of the riverbanks and the waterfalls themselves and the rainforests. And you can also take an open boat tour along the river to the Fern Grotto. A lot of people do that. I... it's a little bit touristy, but I, I, I would lean more to doing the kayaks if you can, but it's certainly worth seeing. The Fern Grotto is another natural wonder that they have on Kauai, and the ferns actually grow upside down in the grotto. It's really crazy because of its natural beauty. Um, uh, this place is very often used for weddings and special uh, occasions. So the Wailua River can kind of be as relaxing or as strenuous as you like um, or as adventurous as you like, and that's one of the reasons why we put it as a must-do on Kauai, and that beauty plus the Kauai's, you know, amazing interior is really like no other place in the world. The other one is uh, the other thing that I say is a must-do. It's known as the Grand Canyon of Kauai, Kokei State Park. It's it's a very interesting place to visit, and it makes our must-do list. Uh, the color of the earth alone is worth the drive. To the west side. Plus, the panoramic views are amazing. Um, there are a lot of stop off stop off points that you can do. Uh, some trails, some landmarks to explore there as well. You can even camp overnight or rent one of their rustic cabins for the weekend. I tell people to do that from time to time. Picnics are great fun here too. There are uh, is a small visitors center that's quaint and very informative. Um, I highly recommend Kokea as a must-do because it's a completely different kind of glimpse to Kauai than any other place there. Um, and the west side towns that you go through are really kind of cute and quaint as well. Uh, there's cute boutiques and stuff to visit as well. Uh, you can check out Hanapepe, which is Kauai's biggest little town um there's lots of art galleries there a little coffee shop there's a couple lunch spots that you can eat at some souvenirs that you can get there that you can't find anywhere else and it's really quite nice and it's at this dusty strip that goes like towards the end of this gravel road. I'm going to put a link to it and every Friday night by the way you can expect you can find a lively crowd there cruising the street since art night is uh, famous uh, with locals there so if you're going to be there on a Friday night you definitely you know I say check it out. Um, let me see there's a couple more things that I want to add to the list. Uh, browsing around Chingyung Village in Hanalei is great Um, dining at uh, Sushi at uh, Kentaro's in Wailua. That's another great place. Beach House Restaurant, which I mentioned. Kalaheo Cafe is a great place on the south side. So many great places. And one last thing, plan on strolling through the Grand Hyatt in Poipu. It's really just a great place for like a date night or with your loved one. It's just a fun place to check out. If you get there on Friday nights, they have keiki hula night. It's a really charming property, and I highly recommend you do it. So those are some ideas, some of my must-dos for the island of Kauai. I hope you check some of those out. Don't forget, we do this podcast every Monday, so tune in next week. Also, tell your friends We also do have another podcast called Lucky We Live 808. I do that with Wade the Poor Man Fishman, and you can find that podcast at luckywelive808.com. Don't forget, please reach out to me, Bruce, at hawaii-aloha.com. If you're planning a trip to Hawaii, I'd love to help you do that and help you get the best price and the best service on the planet. That's going to wrap it up. We'll see you next week. For my beautiful wife, Yaling, for all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.